0: What's up guys, Giuseppe Baroni here. You listen to the Growing Up Italian podcast.
1: What's going on, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian Podcast, and today we have a special guest with us, Giuseppe Barone, professional footballer that plays for our hometown, Salerno. How you doing, Giuseppe? I'm good. Thank you guys for having me today. Alongside my cousin Rocco. Yo, what's up, guys? Only man. right after this beautiful tournament, we did a football soccer podcast, right?
2: We got a hold of this guy before he bounces out of here, yeah. but man, I just wanted to say on behalf of everybody in Salerno, you know, we have Salerno roots. Just thank you for what you guys have done. It's it's a huge honor. Thank you. Thank you. So, Josette,
1: a little background about you, right? You're a Brooklyn kid, born in Brooklyn, now living in Salerno, been all around Italy. Tell us a little bit about that whole experience from having everything you want in Brooklyn and now working for everything you, wanna, you want to get to. The next step you want to be to, like, what made you – want to make this jump and, you know, challenge yourself in Italy?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, like you said, born and raised in Brooklyn my whole life. Spent 21 years there before making the jump to go play in Italy. Um, grew up, like I said, in Brooklyn. Played for a local club uh, called the Brooklyn Italians. Founded in 1949. Pretty mm-hmm. old club. There's uh, a lot of people know the Brooklyn Italians. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, won two SUI, uh, they won two U.S. Open Cups, which made them quote-unquote, a, a team that was that's well-known. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played my youth career there from, I want to say, U8 up into the first team, where the first team we played um, MPSL during the summer while the college season was done. Mm-hmm. So I played U8 to the first team. Um, and U17, I ended up going to university. I went to LIU Brooklyn mm-hmm. for three years. And uh, my fourth year, I didn't take. My fourth year, I ended up signing with the New York Cosmos. Mm-hmm. Spent one season with the New York Cosmos, which was great. I was a young kid going into that locker room with, full of great players, a lot of experience, guys who played in, in Champions League, in Europa League, um, guys who played for their country at the Olympic level. It was great. I tried to just absorb everything that I could in that locker mm-hmm. room and every day go in there and try and pick something that I could take with me uh, for the f- coming years of, of my career. spent one year with the New York Cosmos in in February of 2020, I ended up signing with Perugia in Serie B, mm-hmm. historic club in Italy. Um, unfortunately, during during my time there, I hit a I hit a roadblock. I ended up tearing my ACL. Things were cut short there, and uh, after that, in the summer of 2020, I ended up signing with Salern, uh, Salernitana, and from there, everyone knows that we had a we had a season that historic was, season. Yeah, it was. It, it ended up being. Being great, and we end up getting promoted and going to Syria. What a roller
2: coaster that must have been, yeah. though, because that's in the midst of the whole lockdown. You know, yeah. it,
1: so you're not even getting to enjoy Italy, like yeah, I mean, like people think. I know? mean,
2: I remember looking outside, and there was
0: there was tanks all over the street, and I'm like, "It's Call of Duty. I mean, what's going on? Like, a video game, you know, Morocco would like it, right? yeah. <laughs> but no, Italy was Italy. Italy went. Through, obviously, everyone knows Italy went through a tough time, and and I and I saw it firsthand, and it was it, w- it was crazy, but.
1: Tell us a little bit about like how it is to bounce back from a major injury like that like the rehab and physical therapy like everything you had to go through to, to get back on the pitch
0: yeah I mean it's, a, it's definitely a challenge when, when you go through an injury throughout your career I mean tearing an ACL is, is not it's not easy the recovery is is hard it's tough it's painful um, but it, it's all a question of, of how strong you are mentally you know. Mm-hmm. Every day you gotta go out there and you gotta want it and you gotta continue to, to grow and, and, and get back to to where you were. Um so I just think mentally you had to you have to to be strong and and kinda want it want it more than, than what you wanted before.
2: Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Yeah.
1: So your parents are born, both born in Sicily. So yeah. you first generation, right? Yep. You're like us.
2: Yeah. I wanted to ask you, like obviously you talked about the emotional aspect, mental aspect, mentally being ready, but how physically, how are you like Retaining that, you know, all right, I'm Giuseppe Barone. I mean, I know what I'm capable of. I got to get back to 100%. You know, I'm off the ACL injury. Like, wh- what's going through your head on that recovery process?
0: Yeah, I mean, the, throughout the whole recovery process, you kind of, kind of want to take it day by day and 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 not look at like, oh, I need to get back on the field at at this time, you know? Right. Um. So just taking it day by day, uh, f- staying mentally strong, physically strong, and, and and giving it 100% every time you're you're in the in the gym or were you working on the table
1: while he's while he's
0: stretching you out and, and and things like that?
1: Growing up in a in a football family, you know, your dad's a local legend. What were some of the players you looked up to growing up that you wanted to be like that you wanted to play like?
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, it was it was Francesco Totti. Of course, yeah. He was he was everything for Rome, and and his story is is incredible. How he he only played for Roma, and it was the lights of Real Madrid, and yeah the other big crazy wanted him and he's like no i'm staying here Oil. this is my this is my club this is my my city um yeah so i, I tried to i tried to model myself after him and, and everything he did on and off the field was
1: was something that i that i looked up to and i thought he, to play for one team like like rome for your whole career i don't think we'll ever see yeah. another guy special like that. very special so the training in Italy how how is that like what's what's a normal day of training yeah. like
0: <laughs> I mean er, as as everyone knows I mean Italy the style is very tactical Yeah I remember getting to training and we used to open up always 40 minutes of tactics
1: Just Oh my god
0: ball moving very slow guys guys moving here guys moving there but I mean listen it worked at the end of the day this, this past season we we ended up getting promoted and clearly whatever we did throughout the week to prepare us for the weekend worked so I mean whether it was forty minutes of tactics without the ball, or or we were playing small mini games, or just just doing our daily runs, you know, it worked, and and that was kind of much everything that got put towards the goal in
1: the end. So, like you guys play usually, it's one game a week, right? Like yeah. on a Sunday. So, how many days do you train? Is it every day? Yeah. Train?
0: So was th- there were there were some times where. Well, I remember in Perugia we went for like twenty-three days straight, no days off. Oh my no. god, no. that's crazy! It all depends on on where the games Jesus fall, and yeah, where the games fall, and and um wh- if whether they're home or they're away. So the, that really depends on whether you're gonna get a day off or not. But.
1: And like traveling in Italy is a little, it's a little crazy, right? Because mostly buses and
2: stuff.
0: Um, so, so it. It depends. Well, Salerno uh, is a little bit more down south. So yeah. when we had a play in the north, we were either flying or we were taking the train. Italy does have a, has a the good... The Frecciarossa, yeah, huh? they have a great... That's one good thing. One thing, the Frecciarossa is quick. They have a good train system in, in Italy. Listen,
1: Brooklyn-born, living in Italy for the last three years, eh?
0: yeah Two years? Year, year and a half, close Year two, and a half.
1: Yeah, about two years. You get an option. You could play for Azuri. Or the United States men's national team. Who are you picking and why?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm going to go with the U.S. I mean, you cut me open. I think I'm American. Um, I feel American as much as, as, as a, of Italian background that I have. I do love my Italian background. I do love the Italian culture. But at the end of the day, I do think I'm American. And if I hope, and, and when that day comes, and I hope it does, um, I would go with the U.S. I, I respect that answer.
1: And there's right. listen, there's certain people that have done like the other way and picked Italy, and they regretted it after. So, you know, if anything, I think that's the right move to make because you turn around, do something with America. You're always American, and like, yeah. America always pulls you back, yeah, right? Because sure, you you're you born here, and I'm sure like some of your teammates are probably like, "What are you doing here? Yeah. You're from America." Yeah. So
0: the, the 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 funny thing is that every time I go into the, into a locker room, whether it's a new team or. The, um, with the, the same team, they're always like... "Are you like American? No, no, like, uh, we're like, uh, what are you doing here? Like, why'd you come here? Uh, we we want to okay. come to the US and you're coming here, you know? So it's like, they always joke around
1: with me with that kind of stuff. But no, well, you know, you're also blessed because you got the dual citizenship. Yeah. So like, That's the fact that you could go anywhere you want, yeah, you could yeah. go to Italy or... It makes it, makes uh, it much easier when you have, as a player, when you have a dual, dual citizenship. Because, I mean, we were talking about it, but... Certain teams are only allowed in city B and city C. It's only a couple of foreigners, right?
0: Yeah, there's there's only a, a limited amount of of uh, foreign foreign spot, spots on the team, so um, it's easier when you when you do have an Italian citizenship when you are playing in Italy. This way, you don't take up a foreigner foreign
1: spot, so yeah, right. less cost for the for
2: the club. The little things that you would never think—that's yeah. what I love to hear. Yeah, of course.
1: So Giuseppe, I gotta give him credit because when the Euro Cup came around. He wanted to watch the games in Brooklyn. We bumped into him at 18th Avenue celebrating. Now, how was it, like, watching the games this year? Like, it felt different. I mean, we, we didn't qualify for the 2018 World Cup. So, you know, we us as Italia fans, we've been hurting for the last three years. So, you know, how did it feel just to watch these games this year with a, a different, different kind of Italy team than we're used to seeing? Yeah,
0: I mean... As everyone knows, they didn't qualify for the last World Cup, and I thought Italy, Italy, this tournament was phenomenal from from start to, to finish. They came out, and it, it wasn't the Italy that that everyone saw, where they were going to sit back and they were going to defend. I mean, they they went out, they pressed teams, they came out of the back with with, with the ball, and and they they looked great. Like I said, from start to finish, they they were a strong team, and you saw everyone. I think everyone noticed how how united the group uh, the yeah. group was, and mm-hmm. a lot of times people say you have to make the group before you can get onto the field, you know? And that's what, that's what possibly won them the tournament. Maybe it was a, uh, a higher quality team, you know, but everyone saw that the group was, mm-hmm. was united and, and that's what got them through a lot of the situations that they were put into. And mm-hmm. they were great. They were phenomenal. And it was great to see the neighborhood and, and, and Brooklyn. Yeah. Full, full Italian, Italian again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. They, just
1: when they thought we were out, they
2: pull us back in. Yeah, It was great to see that many people. Yeah. Um, But just I want to ask you a question, you know, seeing guys on the national team like Pessina and their story behind that. What's it mean for somebody like you? You know, with Pessina's story, if you guys don't know, uh, you know, he he started literally from the bottom up. He had no light shine on him and was in Serie A, what, a year ago? Not even. And then, you know, it makes it to Atalanta. He gets a call last minute because Sensi gets hurt, gets a promotion uh, to the Euro uh, Cup national team for Italy. And, you know, he just makes it happen. So, like, stories like that, I can imagine for you it hits different, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, for sure. I mean, those stories that, like, everyone loves to see and lo- loves to hear them. And, and it just goes to show you that you keep chopping away every day, you know, the opportunity will come. And, and it's just a matter of time and, and when it will come. And as soon as you get on get, get that opportunity or you step on the field and you got to make it count, you know, yeah. that show been, out. It, it showed. It showed that that he made it count when he had the opportunity, and look where he is now. Yeah, what a player, man! Yeah. So, yeah. those stories. The stories
1: are great, and and I love. He scored here. a critical goal too. Yeah, he you know clinching a game. Of clinching, course, yeah,
0: goal. yeah, yeah. It was a it was a very critical goal that he scored the other day. So, so
1: I can't wait to have a Giuseppe Barone jersey hanging right there. <laughs> yeah. For those of you don't know, Giuseppe plays for our parents' hometown in Salerno, and we couldn't be more proud. I remember when we first linked. You sent us a bunch of uh, videos from the celebration.
2: So How, what crazy. does it
1: mean for Salerno to be in Serie A? Because the last time, nineteen ninety, I think it was ninety-eight, ninety-nine. 99. So, yeah. we know, we're talking about 20-something 20, 20, years. 20 years. So what does it mean for Salerno as a city, like, being in Serie A? I mean, for them, it's everything. Serie A, I mean,
0: every year they always say, oh, we want to go up to Serie A, we want to win promotion, we want to go up and i think that if if we didn't do it this year nobody knew when it was going to come mm-hmm. and i remember seeing the celebrations after the game in the streets of salerno it was it was everything for them they they were dreaming of this day since since the after the 98 99 season mm-hmm. i mean you saw little kids old older people celebrating like it was like it was everything to them you know, I mean there was no tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. and th- I remember the bus pulling back into Salerno and just chaos mm-hmm. banging. Yeah, on I the saw bus. the videos, yeah. fireworks uh, banging on the windows. <laughs> we were like, "This is this is this is wild. This is this is crazy." But it's special to also see, you know, a young kid, maybe a young kid, maybe five, six, seven years old, saying, "Wow, mm-hmm. my town is in Serie." A. Next season, you're gonna have Juventus bus pulling in, the Roma bus pulling into Salerno, and you're gonna have stars DiBala. Um, Jack, all these guys coming to Salerno, to their city to play against Salernitana, you know? So for them it's it's gonna be a special se- season. Amazing. They have a very good fan base. Uh stadium's beautiful. I think it holds around forty
1: thousand. Oh yeah, it's a big stadium. They're gonna
0: they're gonna they're really gonna light up that stadium when and the whistle blows.
1: Imagine Salerno versus Napoli. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that gonna,
0: that's, derby's that's,
2: that's a, one of the oldest derbies cool yeah. of all time. time for sure. So like, so it's going to be exciting. Right, Der, to derby de la campagna? What is yeah. it?
0: I don't, I don't know what it's called, but it could be Derby de la Listen, so this is not
1: going to be our last interview with you. I know we're going to have a great relationship going yeah. forward, but for those hmm. of our followers who don't know you, tell them a little bit about what your game's like, like what what they could expect to see from you on the pitch. Yeah, I mean, I can either play on the right side, right midfield
0: or the left side. I do like to beat my man on the dribble. Uh, I like to cut inside. I like to to mix it up a little bit, you know, um, I'm not, I'm not the biggest guy. I'm pretty
1: quick. Um, mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, like I said, I like to t- to take on my guy. I like to dribble. Um, really just go out there, try and help my team and, mm-hmm. and try and
1: bring as much, as much silverware home as possible. <laughs> well, team player. Listen, guys, Giuseppe Baron, follow him on Instagram. You're not going to, you're going to see this guy more with us. Um, Excited to see what the future has for you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, nothing but the best, man. Congratulations again.
0: Thank you. Thank you.